Hello, everyone. Welcome to Girl We Have to Talk podcast. Um, well, you already know this is Iris and Jamie. If you're listening to this, you <laughs> don't need to go through that whole song and dance. Um, how are you, Jamie? Yeah, good. How are you? Good. I am making dinner per mm-hmm. usual. Mm-hmm. I'm podcast. eating dinner. Oh, perfect. See, mm-hmm. this podcast is meant for making dinner slash having dinner. Um, so mm-hmm. what are you having? Oh, just some vegetables because I had a lot for lunch. So I might have something later, but just right now, some frozen veggies that I steamed Ooh, up. That sounds mm-hmm. delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else? What about you? Oh, so I am making a frozen home run and pizza. Oh, and yum. I am making a salad. And so right now I'm making a salad dressing because I. Oh, my don't... gosh. I love making homemade salad dressing. Me too. I don't really. Ever since I've been able to, like, make them and, like, make them really good, I never do the ones in the store anymore. So, mm-hmm. Unless it's, like, the Olive Garden one because that is delicious. <laughs> Otherwise, though, I will. Do you ever buy them. that at Costco? I know they were selling it there. I, I don't know if they still do. I, they do, and I have not, but I will. I just haven't recently. But I, like, made a salad dressing a couple of nights ago. Mm-hmm. I think it must have been, like, Tuesday. And it was like I made a Caesar dressing with no anchovies because I don't like oh, anchovies. Wow. And today I'm making like a nice like citrusy one with some mm-hmm. shallots and some fresh lime juice oh, and yum. some papers and some wow. clementines. That's pretty. Ooh, and you know what? I That's totally forgot what? when I went to the grocery store this weekend. I don't remember which one I was at. But mm-hmm. anyway, I got this really good, I'm going to try it tonight, citrus champagne vinegar. I'm gonna try that too. Oh. So I think well, I'm glad you're reminded good. of that. Yes, I honestly wouldn't have remembered because I was not paying attention. Mm-hmm. But I think it's gonna be good. It's gonna be like sweet and salty, and it's gonna be delicious. And I'm gonna put some feta lovely. cheese in the salad. I'm excited. Lovely, um, lovely. It's a perfect like summer salad-y thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I can I follow this lady on Facebook called her name is Daphne Oz. And she just is so cute. She makes all these, like, cute things. She's not really a chef. I think she's just, like, Mm -hmm. a lady. Um, I'm pretty sure she's, like, a journalist. But, like, just randomly has (laughs) a Facebook page where she makes food. And she's Mm -hmm. just so cute and, like, adorable. And she's got, like, she's not super skinny. And she, like, doesn't make, like, she's just great. I love her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So look her up. Anything new that's been up with you? No. Not really. What about you? Nothing, just working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been like, I don't know what happened. Like I was, I had had a library card here for the longest time, but I was just like not using it. Mm-hmm. And now I'm using my library card and I'm just like crushing books. It's been really good. I mean, That's so great. What yeah, have you been, been reading? So I read some Rex's view Lululemons, which is like a follow-up to Devil Wears Prada, which was very oh. good. I would oh. recommend. Okay. Um, it's about like a senator who like does some awful shit to his wife. Oh, and, like, so it's, it's just... not. It's from the same author, but it's not the same no, characters, it is. It obviously. Is. It's the same characters. It's the same Wait, characters. What? But, yeah, but like now they don't all work for Miranda Priestly. So they have like their own lives and like these full stories. It's like really good. But they somehow come together or they're just all separate lives? So, no, like, um, the characters are all, like, friends, and, like, they still talk to Miranda. Oh, but it's that's not about them. Hmm. Yeah, it's, like, not about the magazine. It's just about, like, different huh. things in their lives, which is 
very good. Would recommend. Um, so I'm reading. I've read that. It was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after I finished that. Now, is this audio, by the way? Yes. So I'm listening. Okay. So that allows me to really cruise. I'm mm-hmm. just crushing it because I'm listening to them <laughs> at my desk. It gets me through the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember if I read something in between that. Because what I'm really trying to do. Well, you told me about a book you read. No, I'm still reading that one. So ah, okay. I don't know if I read something before the book that I'm reading now. So currently, I'm reading The Midnight Library, which is so oh, good. I love that name. I was at Barnes & Noble this afternoon, and it was actually listed as one of the – it was on their table of best books of 2021 so far. No kidding. And it's oh, so, so it's really good. New. Yeah, it's really new. And it's so good. Like, I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. It is um, – it's really good. So this woman commits suicide, which does not sound like a, like a light <laughs> book. Mm-hmm. But it's not really like super heavy either. I'm not. It's not a comedy, but it's also mm-hmm. not super dark. A dramedy. So it's not a dramedy either. It's not funny. It's not like funny. it's a contemporary mm-hmm. fiction. I would say mm-hmm. it's strongly there. Okay. And so she like she's British. She has mm. she's she's just having like down in the dumps and like she's had kind of a rough go of it. And so mm-hmm. she just takes a bunch of pills at night and she kills herself and she wakes up and she's in a library and she in a um, library. Yeah, and so in this library. The librarian, who is her librarian from like grade school, is like, listen, oh. you can, <laughs> you like, you can choose these different lives, and they're in the books, like lives mm-hmm. that would have been yours if you would have made different choices, and you can go into these lives, and if you decide you want to stay there, if you're happy, then you can stay in these lives, and so mm-hmm. she like goes, and she's just in, she's an Olympian, she's a rock star. She mm. is a wife. She hasn't done one where she's a mother. But one of the things that I thought was really funny is that through every story. Oh, she's also a geologist at one point. Oh. She's really passionate about that. But in every story, she's like, well, it really sucks because, like, no matter where I am, the, um, the environment's always shit. So I was like, That's meaning so funny. the like, environment's so always shit. Yeah. She's just like, it's like, it's never going yeah. away. It doesn't matter. Like, when she was yeah. a geologist. Yeah. Well, she says this no matter That's what. That's the downer. Like, like so in every, because I know we've talked about this offline, but I would assume this anyways, that it's like, oh, well, she finds out that like, there's always a catch. So the yeah. catch for the yes. geologist. Yes is global warming well and she yeah. brings this up like she's really passionate about it like I think uh-huh. that's her character so she brings this up in every life in every life she brings this up but then she particularly notices it because she's like um in glaciers and they're just melting and she gets attacked by a polar oh bear gosh. so it's a very oh. good book everyone would wow. 100% recommend I am loving it you I'm keep not coming across yet. this stuff with global warming so interesting or global well, climate like a, change. Yeah, I think it's a huge, it's a huge thing in people's minds. I think no, that, it is. So you know, I think that it's easy to come across these if you're reading any kind oh, of. Oh yes, no, normal. I totally agree. I'm not saying you're unusual, but it's just interesting. We've been, I, I guess I'm saying like it feels like we've been talking about it more, mm-hmm. but maybe we haven't. I don't know. Oh, maybe we have. But anyway, would recommend mm-hmm. this book. I think it is very good and awesome. The Barnes and Noble folks agree. Um, have you been, and I, and then after I'm done with this, depend, well, actually yeah. I probably I'll read something else before I think I'm going to read. Yeah. I mean, if you're going through them so quickly, I am. And like, I want to read our book club book, which is like nine strangers. Yeah. I want good. to read that. Of course I went ahead to the end. So now I'm like a little less inspired to finish it. Damn it. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I'm so bad I'm at doing listening that. to, I want to make it through, I want to 
I want to read that like maybe a week or two before book club. Mm-hmm. I hate it when I like read it so far in advance that I'm just like, I forget. Yeah, and then you're like, what happened? Yeah. Yeah, because then I would have read like two other books since then. And I'm Excuse like, wait, me. who is mm-hmm. this? What are we talking about? Who is this person? I don't even like her. Um, so I'm hopeful that I'll wait it out a little bit and then go back and read that. Um, nice. But I got to find uh, I got to find like a middle book um, mm-hmm. to read in the middle. So that's kind of what I've been reading. Obviously, still watching a lot of TV. How about you? Have you been reading anything or watching anything? Um, yeah. So I'm reading the book for book club, and then I'm also reading Garbage Wars for another book club, which is like an environmental book club, nice. but it's like a slog to read. It's about garbage in Chicago and the history of garbage. So I've only gotten maybe a quarter of the way, and it's next Tuesday, and I don't know. It's like I can read like a few pages at a time, maybe, and that's after reading each paragraph like three times. So. It's hard. Yeah, I don't know. Um, So, yeah, that's what I've been reading. And then, yeah, there's like a million new shows right now. So that's nice. Yeah. I mean, there's so many good shows. What are you watching? Um, Well, I'm really into the 100-foot wave. And, like, I want to learn how to surf now. Yes. And so Uh, it's the Summer Olympics now. So you still... Have some time to get yeah, ready for I mean, next I, time. Yeah, I mean, I've been doing a lot of paddle boarding, and I did my first yoga stand-up paddle boarding yesterday, and the guy was, like, talking about how they've been trying for years to get stand-up paddle boarding into the Olympics, and it's, okay. like, tied up in courts. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's, like, a whole thing. I was like, wow, that's pretty – that seems like a lot of work. But, um, but you know what? <laughs> it, it might happen. I know they've been trying to get cheerleading in there, too. Yeah, yeah. That would that should be in there too. I mean, we have rhythmic gymnastics, which honestly, know that it is hard. So, but I'm just like, you can't be like no to cheerleading, but yes to rhythmic gymnastics. I know. Well, and also, I mean, he talked about yeah, they've had rowing for years, but not stand up paddle boarding. So yeah, it is interesting. I well, mean, now they have, I don't I think they have kayaking now too. Right. They have mm-hmm. right. Right. So I don't know if it's like they feel like there's too much or something. I don't know, but. Well, and they um, just added surfing, like it's new. So I feel like there's space for all. There's even rock yeah. climbing now. Yeah, honestly, I mean, surfing I is, is kind of a newer thing. And I think paddleboarding yeah. might be like a newer thing. I think thing, it might so be a this year thing. Uh, well, surfing I know is No, a no, thing. I meant, I meant, yes, I knew surfing was new. I meant more like it's new in the grand scheme of like the the activity like gotcha well actually I shouldn't say that I mean maybe it's been around for a while but I think it's popularity like before the 80s or even 90s from what I'm learning from watching these documentaries it was like not cool to surf um and then like this guy Kelly Slater came on the scene and he was really good looking and he just like kept winning and he so. sounds good looking <laughs> he sounds I know. like He's, it he, yeah Kelly Slater I mean he like was on Baywatch from being an amazing surfer and like dated Pamela Anderson and he probably should have been a character on uh on what's it called Saved by the Bell that's what he Love sounds it. like to me he does he's yeah. kind of like a combination actually of Zach and Slater a little bit there you um, go. but I'm sure he's not the only reason it became popular like he was in this group of Americans um that kind of went on the pro surfing team so I yeah I think that's part of it too but but yeah, so I'm watching that, and the hundred foot wave is basically for like people who don't know. It's a surfer who is go- trying to go after, trying to uh, surf a hundred foot wave, um, which he thinks is possible off this coast in Nazaré, Portugal. So it kind of chronicles a ten year process of him doing this, which is really interesting. It's super dangerous. I mean, this last episode. 
they were showing this uh, new team that came and the woman like almost died. So, and they, they show, they show you like the footage of what happened. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's like, yikes. Well, Um, I think that that's a good suggestion for people looking for something like totally different and new to watch because I've never heard of another documentary like this. Exactly. Like when I looked up surfing documentaries, there's not that many out there. Um, So good ad. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been watching that. I've been watching um, the Catch and Kill podcast tapes. Um, which is, you know, Ronan Farrell going through Harvey Weinstein, uh, like exposing Harvey Weinstein. So, um, that's been interesting. I've been watching a bunch on Apple. So like Ted Lasso and Schmigadoon and, and there was something um, on HBO that I saw that I thought of it was like small time news or something. And I was like, Ooh, Oh yeah. I just saw that come up. And then Obama, there's an Obama like three part documentary. It's just crushing it with the content. Yeah, it's good because I mean there aren't your you know your your regular shows aren't on right now so yeah they know and like They're even sweaty. like even like the Daily Show isn't running and I think also the Late Show with Stephen Colbert has taken a break even though like I think I told you I haven't been really interested in it since like the live mm-hmm. audience which might be going away I mean that might be why there might not be new episodes I was kind of trying to find that out I was kind of curious. Um, because he had he had been talking about the Delta variant and like, please don't make me go back into my <laughs> like storage closet. Well, I think where they next episode might be back in that closet. I know, but you know what? I was also thinking like, I wonder if he or like, because also like that's the reason the Daily Show's taking a break is they I think we're gonna try to travel starting in September like and do live shows, and I wonder if they're gonna be like, forget it, like I don't want to do this. I wouldn't blame them. No, like travel right now? Probably No, I mean like... I don't think they would want to. No, I'm not saying travel. I'm saying I I wonder if they would refuse to not do a live show. Like I understand I can't do a live show, but like I don't want to do this from my house or like from a storage closet anymore. Yeah, I mean they could. I think you... You know, this round, if things do get to that level, we'll have to see how people respond. I don't know what'll happen. It'll be interesting or sad or both. Like it's going to be something. Um, I have not been watching anything new, nothing. And I'm still super behind on White Lotus. Like not super. I think I'm an episode behind. It got kind of like when he was so upset about his dad being like HIV positive and gay. I was like, oh, this makes me sad that you're so sad. And I don't know why you're so sad, but I guess I I do like it's changed, but he's taking it real hard. Um, Mm. so I, I barely made it through that episode. I'm yeah. So, uh, and then I haven't watched a new one. And then mm. I haven't really been like crushing anything on TV lately. I've been like doing something or like watching old stuff. Like I'm still watching Felicity. Okay. And... I know I need to watch that. I always forget. And I, I was talking to a friend about a hundred, the 100 foot wave and we were talking about like how like adre- people who are adrenaline junkies. Mm-hmm. And she was saying I should watch the documentary Free Solo. So no. I'm going to watch that. Yeah. Have you heard of that one? No. It's a guy who like attempts to climb a really hot, like tall mountain. I think it's El Capitan okay. in Yosemite free, meaning oh, I think no. without like any ropes or anything. I hope he's alive. And she was, oh, he is. I looked it okay, up. That's yeah. Good. I don't, I don't know that they like with the hundred foot wave too. I'm like, I don't know that anybody died because I don't know that they would still run this. Right. 
but I guess it's possible. I mean, this last episode, people. this woman, all she she actually had to be revived. She was dead. So okay, yeah. Um, hopefully, I'm not giving. I don't think I'm giving away too much because it's not the main character that that happens to. Right. Um, and it's really fascinating. Um, yeah, he's really he's a fascinating character, and then his relationship with his wife is really fascinating. Um, and just also like the whole journey they're taking, like finding this location where these waves are and how, like, there's all this controversy around like whether these waves really are legitimate waves. It's so interesting. Like the politics. Yeah. Um, like that's not a real wave. I'm like, okay. Right. Right. Because like, it's not like how, like, you know, the, like a beach usually is or how waves usually work or the coast or whatever. It's just, yeah, it's interesting. That's what so. I was wondering about for the Olympics. I was like, mm-hmm. obviously Tokyo has waves, but like, can they ever do the Olympics again in a place that doesn't? Like they had the Summer Olympics, I believe, well, in like Atlanta. So, like what would they do? Yeah. I mean, so there is like in surfing, there are surfers called big wave surfers, but not every surfer is a big wave surfer. So like a lot of the wave competitions, I I think, for, and again, this is like only what I'm learning from documentaries. So I wouldn't know how, how, you know, real this is, but like there are waves that are 10, 20 feet, you know, and they do competitions in those kind of waves. So, you know, it's not like you need to do a 60 foot wave. Like in this documentary, he rides a 78 foot wave, which at that time breaks the record. Yeah. And I, and, I, I mean, I, just to watch someone surfing that large of a wave, it's crazy just to even watch. Yeah. I'm just curious. So like, I, I still, like, I think obviously like you can do an, Chicago Olympics here mm-hmm. like yeah but like can you do a Houston Olympics could you do like an because off? of surfing I see right. what you're saying like, I, I mean like, like, again I places. no no you're right you're right I mean so maybe they'll I have think, to do fake waves but I, I think that's part of what that's true that's true they can they can um and I don't know that that makes it any different um but I think they already have to do that for some of the like there there's only certain places the Olympics can be because of the different competitions. You're right, but the surfing in particular. I mean, I guess that one could be in a different location and they could still count it for the Olympics. It doesn't have why does it all have to be in the same place? I don't know. I'm just curious you know, that to see one what could the be next Olympics location. is going to be like because I'm just like what are you going to do? Like Yeah. I'm curious. Curious, curious like where I mean, the- I don't know. I think after like all this stuff with COVID and everything and like also like you know I was thinking about like the people who weren't able to compete because they got tested out even though like all of Russia basically has been cheating for like years I mean I'm just a little disillusioned by the Olympics a little bit so I'm kind of like whatever do what you want it's sad I want to I want to and then like all this stuff with Simone Biles and like thinking about the history like Oh my gosh, I cannot believe that I totally thought it was amazing what Carrie Strug did. And now I look at it, I'm like, yeah, I totally was supporting abuse. Like, I didn't even know at the time. But, and maybe that's a negative way to look at it. I don't know. Well, I mean, Um, I think that everybody is, like... At least we're learning. And there's some good stories, like, people are... I've heard a lot of good stories from the Olympics, so I guess that's a, a way to look at it, is, like, things are different now. For sure. And it's still like, I mean, Simone Biles, I think her competing in the balance beam 
after she yeah. was like, I'm going to remove myself. Mm-hmm. I think that. Yeah, she mm-hmm. felt like she could come back. Yeah. And I mean, that's why I still like, I like the Olympics because, yeah, there's like a lot of politics and it's annoying. But like at the end of the day, like these people like love what they do. And there's no other place for you to truly get to do what you love to do at that large of a scale as this. So I'm just like, you know, they need to work on it, of course. But like, obviously, this one. Yeah, it's a work truly, in progress. Yeah, she like, obviously loves what she does. Because if she didn't, she would just be like, I'm done. Like, she could have been like, I'm done. Because she's wealthy. She's worth a lot. She's famous. She's the most famous athlete, I think, right now. Her and Naomi, like, they're so fine. They don't need mm-hmm. to be doing this. But they still do. And I think it's because they're passionate about it. Mm-hmm. So I still want to support them and, and that I think in people supporting the athletes, I think mm-hmm. that that's how you can help to make change. Like you support mm-hmm. them. You don't have to necessarily support the shittiness. Like you can mm-hmm. be like, I support you. Like, I think mm-hmm. you're great. So that's what I'm, I'm love. I love that. Like, I think it's a great gotcha. way for them to, to do what they love to do. Like good for them. If they want to keep doing, as long as they want to keep doing it, you'll keep supporting them. Absolutely. Because I think that it's like very rare that people get to to live out their dream and Mm. they need to make it a safe space. It needs to be better. But like the other alternative is like there is no Olympics and then there is no Simone Biles. And so what do you do with that? Like, especially for young black kids, like what do you do with that? If there's no Gabby Douglas, there's no Simone Biles, there's no Shikari. You don't really get the opportunity and the scholarship that these people get without that goal. So I think that there is there's got to be a middle ground because I do think that it's so negative and so much pressure, but like these people obviously love what they do. And so like, how can we find a way to still be able to do what you love to do on a large scale without it mm-hmm. being disgusting? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want that job? <laughs> no, like, no, no. I just want to support them. Like whatever yeah, no, they, need, they need help. I'm, I'm giving you, I'm, I, I mean that and I, I meant that in a very joking way. Cause who would want that job? It's a massive job. Yeah. And, but you know what? And I it needs to be more, obviously more than one person. That's not a one person job anyways. But I think that them speaking up like that. Yes. And like this and feeling and even yeah. feeling comfortable says that there's change that's happening. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's definitely people who didn't were like, no, but there's that. I think the majority of people were like, yeah, we get it. Like you don't want to. Yeah. I'd be curious because it's so interesting. Like I have. Uh, heard from people that are like, oh my gosh, all these men saying this. And I'm like, I've only seen positive things on my feed, mm-hmm. which makes me feel good about my feed. Although I guess they talk about, well, you should have differences of opinion or whatever. But like, I really don't want to hear, like, I don't want people on my feed complaining about Simone. Like, sorry, I don't. Yeah. So and I'm I, happy I think to have more that people positive are, attitude. Yeah. They're aware. Of, I think the more people are aware, the more acceptance you'll get. Like, I think... This, that's, that's true. This is re- kind of revolutionary that mm-hmm. they're that these women and and men, I'm sure, are starting to be like, yeah. Although I don't know if you heard about that tennis player who totally like bashed Simone and then two days later had a meltdown. I didn't, but you know <laughs> that happens. He's a white man, right? Like, what, you know what we kind of expect from them. <laughs> he'll be okay. Somebody will in a couple of weeks be like, so do you feel differently? And, and you know what's interesting, too, is uh, other comments were like, did he get fined the way Serena did when she got upset? Because um, she, like, got kicked out of her game. And I don't know that the same thing happened to him. So that's kind of interesting. <laughs> I know. Probably not. It's but gross. Th- yeah. But, like, seriously, baby steps. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so we're doing question episodes for the entire rest of the month of August. Um, yes, yes, that's right. So, yay, let's do it. Do you want to start with your question or me? Yeah, I have it queued up. I am prepared to listen and discuss. Great. Okay. Um, This is titled, I, 34 female, cannot get over the age gap with my husband, 38 male. We've been together since I was 20 and he was 27. At the time, people told me it was inappropriate, but of course, I knew better and ignored them. Thinking back on it now, they were right. My husband is sweet and loving and never controlling, but I was just too young. My husband wasn't a creep. He was just a late bloomer and an experience, so I think he clicked more with someone younger. I never experienced my 20s. I didn't date around, didn't party. I've been in a committed relationship my whole adult life. Now at 31, I feel annoyed about our age gap. I feel annoyed that he didn't know better. I feel sad that we won't experience the same stages of life together. We didn't get to grow up together because he was already grown up when we met. I feel robbed of my youth. I'm worried about his health declining as he ages and needing to take care of him when I should still be in my prime. I can't get this out of my head. From ages 20 to 28, I would say it didn't bother me too much, but the last few years I've been obsessing over this and just wishing I had done it differently. I wish he was younger or I wish you'd met when I was a little older. I don't know how to talk to him about this without upsetting him or sounding like I'm accusing him of being a creep. Does anyone have any experience with this or any tips? How old is her husband again? He's 38 and she's 31 and they met when she was 20 and he was 27. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I am feel bad for her. Yeah. I should definitely talk to him. Mm-hmm. But I also truly think this, like, I, I kind of don't, like, I'm probably like a horrible person to talk to about this because I actually think she's being ridiculous. I feel bad that she feels Well, way, yeah, but... I'm kind of, no, actually. <laughs> but I... I'm like, I actually think you're being ridiculous. Like, I feel bad that you feel this way, but it's like. It's seven years, girl. When what you mean when he's you're fifty one and he's fifty eight, like that's gonna be so like I'm well, sorry. Well, it sounds like she is. It sounds like she doesn't mind it now. It's like she's looking at the past, and that I kind I do understand. Like a twenty to tw- like if you're twenty and someone's twenty seven, but like, like also I just feel like where's your accountability? Like you're. You're saying you're mad at him for being upset that no, you I were... totally agree. I mean, I think it's almost like it feels like, wait, are you making this decision, or have people just told you long enough and persuaded you enough that you're questioning it? Because I thought, that's, like, when I, I was that's where I'm getting. I kind of thought she was like the way she's described. I thought he, I, I truly thought he was like 50. Like I thought it was going to be. I, I like think I didn't hear the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. I thought it, that he was going to be 50. So, so what do you think about when someone's 20, a 20, dating a 27-year-old? I kind of feel like it's entirely possible that these people end up in a lot of the same, like, possible situations. I remember when I was, like, t- probably 26 or 27, mm-hmm. I did have a friend named Ashley who was, like, 20-something. And right now I have a friend named Pari who I worked with who I, like, really like. I actually think she's great. I'm 32. I think she's 26. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, yeah, definitely sometimes when I talk to her, I'm like, oh, girl, like totally different. But I wonder if like she was 20, almost 21, and I was 27, would I notice that much of a difference? Like we might be going out. Well, but friends doing... is a little bit different than if you're dating, though. But like what exactly were you doing that was so different? Like I could totally get it if you were like a teen 
but like I don't know I I kind of I guess to me being under 21 is almost being a teen I get what you're saying um I think when you're under 21 and you're dating someone in their late 20s I could see that as a difference I think now being what are they now 30 something and 38 31 and 38 that's not that's that to me like I think as you get older age gaps don't matter as much when you're younger they matter a bit more um so I get where she's coming from the problem is is that she didn't see an issue with it then so seeing an issue with it now is a bit harder to deal with I mean obviously if she feels how she feels it's how she she feels she She can't and and I think the more she ignores it the worse it's going to get so yeah she's got to address this but it does make me wonder how much like the influences in her life really affected her versus this is truly coming from her. It almost feels like she heard it enough that she couldn't, like she started to attach to it and she couldn't get it out of her head. Yeah. Um, I just don't think so, that like, I don't know. I'm just really kind of like not thinking that this is that big of a deal. I, I don't even like what I, if I was 27, would I have dated somebody who was 20, almost 21? Probably not. But like, if she turned 21 like six months into you all dating and then she could go out drinking and you were still 27 is that a big deal like that's true where's the cutoff yeah I just am like I'm not there like if if he was older like a couple even a couple years older honestly if she was 20 I will say if she was 20 and he was 30 I might be like huh but something about him still being they're both being in their 20s feels Mm -hmm. different to me Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just don't really like, I kind of think this is definitely, she's projecting a lot about like, I met a him for not this, this, and I'm like, do you feel like you were in a committed relationship? Cause like sometimes Julie listens to the podcast. So I'm going to talk about her. She sometimes will joke with me and be like, cause I've been with my husband for a, a long time. She's like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness. Like you didn't get to do anything when you're in your twenties. You didn't get to like, <laughs> so like, of like maybe some of those feelings now where she's like I've always been the girl in a relationship and maybe she didn't get to go out drinking as much and like Mm -hmm. you know do her girl gone wild show her tits time because like maybe that's how she's feeling now that she's in her 30s maybe they've started to talk about kids maybe it's like a little bit more maybe they have a mortgage now um and she's like oh my goodness I didn't get to do all those fun things when I was 22 23 24 25 and I feel like that's so valid, but also such a you thing. And like, I just feel like it's a lot of blame for him that he should have known better. But I'm like, at what mm. point along this railroad should you have known better? Yeah, I mean, and we don't, we, it makes me wonder if there's more here about that. Like, I think she I might don't have know. just, she might just be 30 and 30 for people is scary. You know, like that's scary for some people. True. Like hitting that 30. True. Um, and she might be like, I didn't do enough. I didn't travel enough. I didn't get to do the 20s thing. Like, the bar hop. Like, maybe she didn't get to do as much single girl stuff mm-hmm. as she did. But, like, I just imagine also her talking to, like, maybe her friends that are the same age as her that are single. And, like, who had horrible dating experiences throughout their 20s. And, like, them probably rolling their eyes at her. Because I kind of think it's <laughs> always yeah. – it always seems like – oh I missed out and I'm sure some yes, of her friends it's always greener on the other side right. right and I'm sure some of her friends would be like you know you didn't miss out on like the douchebag boyfriends that lots of people have in their 20s like it's always a different thing and I think it's always like you wish you had what you didn't have and she's right for feeling how she feels but like a break up with him you're just 30 like truly you're literally just 30 
go live. Like 30 is still very young. Go live, live it up. You've got at least a couple of years before you start to feel the effects of 30. So 31 to 37, maybe just go and be fucking crazy. Go to Vegas, show your tits, fuck dudes, do whatever you want. <laughs> I don't know. Like if that's what you're looking for, like you probably look even better now that you're 30 because your shit's together. You probably have better highlights. You probably do your makeup better. Go YOLO and break up with him and have the best time of your life. It's not too late. If that's truly how you're feeling, you should do that. But it's really, it's not his fault. This is a you thing. Okay. Anything else to say about that? No. I just hope she, like, does what's best for her. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like either way there wasn't enough conversation about it for whatever reason. And I I agree with you. I don't know that blame's helpful. Like, no. even if it's true, like, how is it going to be helpful to blame? It just doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's what happened. <laughs> so at this point, it's kind of more like, what do you want to do about it? than like placing blame on somebody. Yes. That's and not really going to help anything. She's still so young. If you truly feel like you missed out, please go. I hope that you're in a better place than you were when you were 20 because I was pretty broke. And I look at pictures of myself in my 20s and I have bad hair. Bad outfits, <laughs> bad hair, bad outfits, bad makeup. Were you having fun though? Yeah, totally. So there you go. I definitely had a great time, mm-hmm. but I'm having a great time in my thirties too. So my Good. point is you are not dead. Go forth. And if it, if it feels like you should be doing this without a partner, that's okay too. You don't have to be with someone. That's right. But I think she kind of sounds like she just wants to kind of have a little bit of cake and eat it too. Because she's like, I just wish we met later. Yeah, she wants oh. to go back and change things and you can't do that. No, she should read the Midnight Train, you, Midnight Library. You cannot go. Even if you do, you make that change. If she was in this book, she would choose that book and it would be fucking terrible. That's what basically happens in this, <laughs> this book. She chooses a new life and it's always worse than the life she left. So maybe that's what she needs. She needs a little visit to the Midnight library but without killing herself just like falling asleep and dreaming about it mm. yeah no. all right that's it for me do you have any other thoughts no. about this poor woman Mm-mm. good luck yeah good luck um usually jamie would i felt like you would feel more bad for her but um even- i mean i do it's a shitty situation yeah i mean i don't know though like what how how so like saying like um, yeah, I don't think you would have blamed the guy, but usually you would have been like, I just felt like you were going to have a lot more to say about her, but it's okay that you don't. She's um, going to have to be okay. It's more to say in terms of why I understand where she's coming from. I do think I no, said that. I oh. just usually think you usually are like, I feel like you usually would feel more for her. But I think that maybe she's just annoying, so you just don't. That's okay, too. I don't think she's annoying, no. I just think um, I think it's a shitty situation, um, but I just wonder about why all of a sudden now – I think, yeah, I think where, it, where I struggle is, like, so you've been listening to people long enough, and now that's why you think this? Like – I don't know. I just know for me, I struggle so much to know what's mine and what mm-hmm. I get from the outside world. And so 
that's where I feel bad for her is like, it doesn't seem like there's a sense of like what she really feels and what other people have been telling her. Yeah. Um, so, and it's really like eaten away at her, which really sucks. Totally. All right. Well, that's it. Have a wonderful rest of your night. You too. And have a nice day. Well, it's daytime when this will come out. So have a wonderful day <laughs> to everyone listening to this. And I really hope that whoever wrote this, if you find a follow-up, I'm curious if she just dumps them or not. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It, it sounds like at the least they need some therapy. Totally. And the worst part of it is, like, he is going to be, like, it's a yeah, good Yeah, he doesn't even know what's coming. No, he does not know yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah, so, and he's 38, so it's a different story. Of course, like, for a guy, you can do what she, what you're saying you she should do in her 30s at 38, so he'll be fine, that, too. like, parallel ages, right? Like, he'll probably go out and find another 31-year-old. Yes, exa- exactly. <laughs> he's going to meet, you know what, though? He's 38. He might find somebody who's 27. Who knows? There you go. There you go. Or <laughs> or 20. 20 might be his time. Look at Scott Disney. You never know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye.